that they just love American men and they love American military dicks. And my wife, fucker and nutter in, nut in her eye. Kind of like pushed my head down and was saying like, come on. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. If you don't subscribe to our Patreon, 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 I always hate it when people name things that are hard to pronounce. Just make it simple. It's the internet age. Patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. If you don't subscribe there to the tune of $5 a month, you are missing out on the NFL playoff insight that you get from the experts here on the show. So think about that. We also do other stuff when the playoffs are over. What I'm saying is we talk about shit there that you don't hear here. So check that out. Patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. Also, somebody hit me up on the Facebook group, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast Facebook group, which you have to request to join. So feel free to request. Join our group. Somebody hit me up the other day. What's the email address? And I say all the time, and I feel like I say it too much, so I've slowed down on saying it. It's mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Also, you can call us, 949, my home area code, 464-TBLS. Get a hold of us there. Become our friends. Like I want to do another iTunes um, comment contest. We'll think of something to do there soon. Um, and that's it. Joining me now. It's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Uh, this weekend, we brought the listeners down to the Patreon listeners down to earth a little bit. Nice. Oh, I was going to tell them. I was going to. I was going to tell them that. <laughs> we over took, two. Over two. The there were two games. <laughs> Pats and oh, the over. About, yeah. Yeah. And the Vikings and the under. Right. So. Yeah. But we went nine and one. We're still up on the playoffs. Oh yeah, we're, we're killing nine it. and one before this weekend. So totally the uh, Super Bowl. I assume we're gonna we're gonna pepper it with a lot of props. Always, that's the most interesting thing. Who's who's got the anthem this year? Do we know? No, but we got. I'm still kind of pissed. We got fucked with the uh, opera singer. Oh yeah, well, how she, does an opera singer not go over? Also, it was at the it, that was the one at the Meadowlands. But then it got unseasonably warm that day. Yeah, and we we had bets on the gloves, what right. color her gloves were going to be. And it was still kind of cold. Was, like, but she was rocking a new diamond ring. She had a it. huge diamond ring on, and you're like, of course she's not wearing gloves. Like the smart money was no gloves because she had to she had to sh- show off her bling. Uh, but yeah, she went under, and then last year, no, Gaga was the. Gaga was, was the, that the controversy where it was like a double syllable. Yeah, but that was two years ago. That oh, was yeah. two years ago. Gaga sang the anthem and she kind of like stopped and then restarted because she probably 
had action on it. Um, I don't remember who sang it last year, but it always comes so because it's like around two ele- between two eleven and two fourteen. I think is usually like the number, and it's always like right in there. It's crazy. It's like always so close to when they when they shut it down. Uh, but we'll do we'll do some props. We'll probably do those on the regular show, but maybe we'll do some some props on the regular show. Some for Patreon. We'll figure it out. Right. But we'll do uh, stuff there. One thing I, I just read. I just read the headline. I just didn't have the heart to read the article, but I th- I thought uh, we should discuss. I saw Monique was miffed about not getting paid as much. Saw that as- too. Chris Rock and Amy Schumer. Now, I'm Saw not an Amy too. Schumer fan, same. but I totally get why Monique should not be getting paid the same as Amy Schumer. No, Amy Schumer's a draw. She's a fucking movie star. She's she's a big draw, and yep. Monique, I I don't know anyone who finds her entertaining. I I don't know Monique. I think Monique was in Precious, right? She and I know she famously doesn't shave her legs. Oh, I, I think I remember hearing about that too. I don't know Monique's comedy. I've never seen Monique's comedy. I think, I think you Monique know her comedy. I think you know. <laughs> I just think Monique is very high. If she, thinks. I don't. I I think from what I remember of Monique's comedy, you know how some people zig when you think they're gonna zag. She doesn't zig or zag. She 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 goes right down yes. the middle, yeah. exactly the lane you think she's right. on. She's there. She's the equivalent of. Uh, who's that? Uh, who's the the Mexican guy who 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 makes jokes about being Mexican? George Lopez. Oh no, no, no. Well, Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, him. He, he, yeah, East LA or uh, Iglesias. Oh, uh, uh, be, yeah, eating Julio, Julio yeah. Iglesias. Yeah, eating and like I don't like the one note comics. Well, Fat I'm pretty sure from what I know comedy. of Monique, that's yeah. what she does. You, it's like. If there's one thing that's merit-based, it's Netflix. Like, when you hear that Chris Rock got $40 million for a special, you're like... Right, he's... He's Chris Rock. Like, he's his other specials you have you can quote his other specials like he's he's the most if he's not prolific the comic Mount of our Rushmore time of comedy yeah. he's real fucking close yeah no i mean he's on there he's he just is he's a, he's a generational talent and just is 40 million dollars a lot yeah but they probably overpay everybody because they want the content they want to be the home for netflix so if i think i saw monique complain that she only got half a million if she got half a million to be on Netflix. That means everyone else was offering her less than that. <laughs> yeah, and and just just thinking about the fact that like there can't be one subscriber of Netflix that like it's going to push them over. Yeah, and have them subscribe because of Monique. No, whereas like that, you get these yeah. big draws, these comics, and they're like, well, maybe I should. You know, this that's the idea. You need people to subscribe, so you need to provide them with content they want to get to. And I, I just don't see Monique, you know, moving the needle. No. no, I'm just I'm with you. I mean, I'm sure she has an audience, a niche audience, and yeah. I'm sure that the half a million bucks she gets for her special will draw that niche audience. And if it does a little bit better than they expected, I bet you she gets more the next time. But works. yeah, it's it is it is very much a merit based 
more than more than just about anything. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Right. I mean, like there's a there's a spot for Jim Gaffigan. There's a spot yeah. for Dave Chappelle. Like they, but but they have like a rabid fan base. Like you. Yeah. If you don't have the rabid fan base, they know they don't have to pay you. Totally. And it's it's a make or break thing. One of my favorite comics, Tom Segura, just had a new special on Netflix. And he's the guy's blown up. And he's blown up because he did a Netflix special that he probably didn't get paid a lot of money for. And it was got super popular. Right. And then Word he did another, then yeah. Then he did another one that just blew him into the stratosphere. And then he's just come back with another huge one. And that's how it works. It's it's mm-hmm. merit and especially Netflix because they have all the data. Like like uh, HBO, that's just all subscribers, and all comedy used to be on HBO, and they just would kind of like put it out there and just hope that all like by virtue of all the content they were doing, like all the Game of Thrones, all the comedy, and all all the everything that they do would equal more subscribers. Netflix. They know exactly who watches what. Right down to the number. There's yeah. no Nielsen ratings or anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They know when you turn it off. They know if you pause it and come back to it. They know exactly what you're doing. So they know who to pay and who not to pay. They, got, they have the metrics. Can you imagine the ego of saying, like, well, I deserve to be paid what Chris yeah. Rock gets paid? Like, give, me, give me that Amy Schumer money. There's, there's, like, two people that get to, get to be paid like that. Right. Two. Exactly. Um, what else? Anything else? No, that's it. I, I, saw, I finally saw The Disaster Artist. Have you seen it? No, I've seen a bunch of Oscar-nominated yeah. movies lately through MoviePass. Same. And I got to say, I, I was uh, really close to going to that Gerard Butler movie, and instead I went to oh. like an Oscar-ish movie, and I was like, yeah. you know what? I should have gone to the Gerard Butler movie. I'm 100% seeing Den of Thieves. Yeah, weekend. that's it. Den of Seas. I, 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 I gotta see it. Oh my god, it looks so good. It looks so terrible slash good. Uh, I saw the Disaster Artist this yeah, weekend. Yeah, what do you think? I, did, I, I haven't it. seen it. I loved it. I couldn't have loved it more. It's now. I heard. I heard Bill Simmons say that it's a two-hour. Um, that it's a two-hour SNL sketch, and I could not disagree less. Like one second into the movie, James Franco is that guy. I'm not. I don't see like a wig or an accent or anything. I just see like a, a you know, dude with a dude with an accent, not like a not like a, a parody type thing. Mm. Um, the, the story was great. The whole thing was amazing. It was it was such a good movie. So well put together. James Franco, such a talent, loved it. I also saw I Tanya. How's that? It just hasn't Great. been at the theater near me. Oh, I loved it. It was. It also I, I want to see that one. I feel like you could have maybe like, and I hate to be a nitpicker like this, but I feel like they could have like squeezed fifteen minutes out of it, like a, a good editor. But it's crazy to t- take what is sort of dark subject matter that everyone is familiar with, right? And turn it into what is essentially a comedy. And that's what it is. And it's so good that Margot Robbie, Robbie, Margot Robbie, she's fantastic. Such a good actress. I think that Allison Janney will probably win for uh, playing the mom, who was a, just a total monster, but in this movie, a funny monster. Um, really, really good movie. Highly recommend both films. I, Tanya, the disaster artist, if you can find them. 
yeah, I I would I assume Kate's going to talk about Oscar nominations. I hope so. Yeah, because uh, I I did see a bunch of them and I got some thoughts, but I figured we'll, yeah, I'll some save it. some I only saw a little bit, some pleasant surprises. Although there's you know now they do ten best pictures. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and it's like so then you know you occasionally like the the animated movie will make it in there. Or and in this case, like some movies that are I thought were really good, like like Get Out is I think is the best movie I saw this year, and it was good to see. Well, we'll talk about this more because yeah, I don't yeah. want to I don't want to waste my thoughts. Okay, you want to do some email? Let's do it. Let's do it. Clear my throat. <clears throat> Ballers in Florida visiting some good friends, including my best friend known as Alex in Clearwater. Oh, these guys are good listeners. We had drinks and food tonight, and he had listened to all of today's podcast along with Mike from Clearwater, an avid listener. I like these listener hangs talking about our show. Yeah, look at this. He, I had only listened to the first 40 minutes. This, this David, great listener, super fan, little loquacious in the email. <laughs> uh, basically, he, he is, and I'll sum it up, he is talking about how we, we were discussing door-holding etiquette last yeah. week. Which, we gave like definitive answers. How this? How you hold the door? When you hold the door? And you said something about I always hold the door for everyone unless it's an, a racist old white guy, and which was obviously a joke. But he wants to know how you identify the white guy as racist, or are just all old white guys considered racist? I mean, I suppose I was trying to be funny, but I actually that was based in truth, and it's an easy way. Just I was down at my guy. mom's, uh, let's say it was about a week after Charlottesville. Yeah. I'm coming out of a store, and I see a dude in a MAGA hat coming yeah. at me. Yeah. 68-year-old dude in a Make America Great Again hat, like, days after Charlottesville. Yeah. You don't wear that hat unless you are trying to tell people this isn't a Trump voter that cared about that you know tax reform and wanted you know specific Republican policies. This was an old racist for yeah, sure, and for I sure. for sure let the door slam in his face. And there's another guy in my building. My building is usually mostly like young families, but there are a couple of olds in the building. And there was a guy maybe two years ago. And I was just down checking for the mail, and the the guy made it's a Filipino mailman, and a guy goes, "Oh yeah, the uh, I can't remember the term. You know, he used like chink or oh, zipper yes. head or something. Oh no, come on, stop it, zipper head. He used, stop he used it. Some, he used something, gook, whatever. Oh, that's the worst one. But I'm saying he used a right. term and yeah. said, "Oh yeah, he's always lazy. He never gets here until like three o'clock." And I just I see that guy, you know. Yeah. Every maybe once a month, once every three weeks, and I have n- made a decision to not hold the door for him ever yeah. since that moment. So yeah, well, so he's these are be, old yes. racists, and I know they're old racists, and I'm letting the door slam in their face. To paraphrase Dave Chappelle, you may not be racist, but you're wearing a racist uniform. Uh, <laughs> I was, I had a similar MAGA situation not that long ago, where I was, I was turning right on a red light. And it was like a six or eight lane road, so it was a wide big road. One, big. And the light was red, but the but it was um, 
or no, the light, the light was green. And so there was somebody crossing the street, but he was way on the other side. So I paused to yield and saw, and I know, I know some cops are going to email me. I know that technically if anyone is in the crosswalk, you need to stop and let them go and just wait until the crosswalk is clear to go. But, but in practicality, the way people do it is if, the guy is completely on the other side of the street, has just stepped off the curb, and you're literally hundreds of feet away. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. go ahead and go. It's safe. You've looked. You've made sure it's safe. And I went, and I turned right in front of this guy, and he was a ways away. And I saw him, like, shake his fist. He's walking all these dogs. He was an old man, and he was walking, like, six or seven dogs. And he, he was so far away from me. And I see him shaking his fist, and I look back. And he had that red hat on. He was so he was so angry. He was so mad for no reason. He was mad because a white man just can't catch a break these days. Yeah. And I, I was the embodiment of that. And on top of it all, it's an ugly fucking hat. It's a bad hat. It's a it's really bad hat. It's got designed. bad style. There's yeah. nothing there's nothing cool about that hat, even if you do like the presidency. It's a bad That's hat. That's right. Get get a right-wing gay man designer to design a decent hat for you. Of course. You know, get, I'm sure there's one out Milo, there. Milo, dude. Call. Yes, there you go. Call the log cabin people and see if they have a designer in their midst right. to design you a hat. There's uh, got to be something better than that. That was from David in Salt Lake for work. Thanks for that, David. Uh, here's another one. Hello. Did you get a chance to peep the leaked Carissa Thompson pictures and videos? She looks great, but I was slightly disturbed by that picture of Jay Williams attempting to stuff his flaccid dong into Carissa's genitalia. Your thoughts? Thanks, Dave and Escondido. Well, Dave, Wait, is he, I, he put he's pushing rope. I don't. I don't. And I've made this clear. I do not purposefully go out and search for leaked nudes. No. I didn't know about sex it until pictures. just now. I didn't either. And if you don't include a link, how can I know about this stuff? Um, Carissa Thompson, I don't I know that she does sports, but I only know who she is because she, um, she was one of the hosts of Extra with Mario Lopez, which is um, very hot. The very hard hitting news entertainment program that is occasionally out of my house. Um, she's very hot. She's very attractive. I would probably enjoy like running into that kind of content, but I'm not going to go out there what, and seek it what's out. What's going on? I mean, I get it. I'm an old guy out of the game. The, and I get like sending nudes of each other. Yeah. That kind of thing. What, what's going on that there there's pictures of them like having sex. Apparently, what's, what's what's the game there? Uh, that seems like there's I pictures of lots of celebrities having sex. That one I don't get. Told. Like I get if you're trying to share or right? entice, but like, hey, we're already doing it. Let's get out of camera. Like, I, no, I'm just gonna keep fucking. Also, Jay Williams, formerly Jason Williams. Yeah, of, he was Jason Williams, and he was Jason Williams at Duke when he was a whiny bitch. His name, and then and then the. Uh, rebounder on the nets that murdered the limo driver while the Globetrotters whistled. Jason Sweet with a Y. Yeah. Yeah. After Sweet Georgia Brown murder, the uh, all of a sudden it was like, oh no, I'm Jay. It's like, no, you're an adult. 
No changing names once you're an adult. That's I totally it. agree. There also was the there was also the white Jason Williams at the time. There was it was very That's confusing because right. there were three Jason Williams, two of which were point guards. Um, no, I didn't see that, and I, I'm concerned he may have an ED situation. Like it's it's one thing if you're not completely like is that the time to snap the picture? Is if you're trying? I haven't seen the picture, but if you're if you're trying to. Anytime you take a picture of your dong, it needs to be fully represented, even right. if it's going into a hot chick. And why wouldn't it be fully represented? And I would imagine he knew the picture was going off. That's one. Right. Like, hey, hey, let's delete Hold that on. one. Yeah, I'm let's, not there yet. I'm not yeah, there. Yeah, totally, hundred uh, percent. Okay, thanks, Dave and Escondido. Next time, send the link, uh, amigos. Each year I allot myself an accident quota. And this is the one that came in during the show last week that oh, shows yeah. I didn't read, and I'm pretty glad I didn't. John. Yeah. This includes, but is not limited to, peeing myself, oh. sharding myself, and vomiting in public. It's only January 16th, and I just used my shart myself ticket. This makes me wonder. We're all human, so I want to know if you give yourselves the same leeway. P.S. Obs, I throw away the evidence. She is going to be pissed that it was the pants her parents got me. Te amo, John of Fullerton, (laughs) now in HB. Wow, John, I really enjoy your correspondence here. I don't, Ed, I gotta be honest, I don't don't recall having done any of those three things that he mentioned any time recently. Well, two things. One, as Graham always says, never trust a fart after six beers. That's true. And yeah. then also, I do remember the last time I vomited in public. I want to say it was about six years ago, five years ago. I was in the city, and like the town I live, there's a train that goes under the, the river and drops you off on the other side. But then it's still like a 10, 15-minute walk to my place. Yeah. And I was like meeting someone for a drink and I got like two sips into a beer and I was like, I feel ill and I need to go home. So I get out of the train and I could take a cab to get me home, but I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna smell the inside of that cab and I'm gonna vomit. Yeah. So let me just try to walk it home. And it was like maybe a Friday night or a Saturday night, like nine o'clock. It wasn't very late. And I just got like a couple blocks into my walk and I just had to vomit. And like there was a a bar with like a line outside. I was not going to get inside there. I was like, fuck, I'm going to vomit on the street. And so like I just tried to like go behind a pillar and vomit. And then all these people like drunk people like, whoa, look at this guy. He's already wasted. It's nine o'clock. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like I've had a sip of beer tonight. And like it was just – I had people pointing and taking video of me and vomiting outside. It was not a good scene. Not a good scene. Okay, this reminds me of a story that I'd forgotten or blocked out. I was, I took a cab. I was so blotto. And I took a cab home and it was like a 40 minute ride. And this was probably like seven years ago. So this would be the last time I vomited in public. And I was, and the cab driver could see that I was like hammered. And I remember when I got in the cab, he like was like, "Just in case, man." And he gave me like a plastic like grocery bag, and I'm like, "Okay, okay." 
and I was holding on to it, and I immediately pass out in the cab. Uh-huh. So next thing I know, I, I wake up, and I'm like, oh, my God, and I open my eyes, and the fucking world is spinning so bad. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to puke, and I'm reaching all around. I remember the bag, and I'm like... I got my hands like all like hitting the seat, like reaching all around, but the world's spinning and I can't find the bag. And I just, uh, I'm in the back and I, and it's like a minivan cab and I just unload onto the seat in front the back of the seat oh, in front of me. Man. I he mean, couldn't just, have been happy. He gave you a bag. I know full power vomit. And it was like, I had been out at somebody's <laughs> birthday and it was, and it was, uh, an Italian place and I had had like martinis. Uh, it was a full no. mix night. Like I think I even had a white wine at some point, like just uh, no. every, all of the worst things. And then he like pulls over on the side of the road. And I just, I just remember I'm like pretty close to my house and um, <laughs> I'm puking in the grass and he's got like a, he's got like a, a, a piece of cardboard and he's like shoveling out my vomit. But <laughs> I don't live in a big city and I don't know. I don't, I didn't handle the fare. I'm not sure what went down, but he didn't have the like, you owe $200 if you puke in the cab sign or whatever the, right. whatever the big city rules are that, that didn't go down. I don't think, I think he was tipped handsomely, but not like the $200 tip. So that has happened to me as to the sharding and pissing myself. I mean, who I'm, that's, that's just not an issue for me. It hasn't been at least. Yeah. I mean, I had a, 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 yeah, I've had some Syrian code refugees, browns yeah. and stuff, yeah. but like we're talking, you know, decades. Like some rough college yeah. memories. Yeah, no, I, pissing I myself. Yeah, you, John, can, you can always piss. You yeah, can always no, find yeah. a place to Let piss. Let it go. I mean, we've talked about my dribbling issues, but that's just a function of age. Sure. There's just nothing you can do about that. So, uh, and you know, it's real unforgiving. A khaki color. Oh yes. It's, it's and, just asking like, to be dripped on. Or like any kind of like dark blue. Yeah. Like it just really shows up. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another one. Dear Baller Lifestyle Gurus, long time no type. Hope everything is going aces for you guys and hope you can help me out with a little predicament. I've recently started working for a new company and it's time for their quarterly company get-together. Mm. You know the ones. Show up at Dave & Buster's. Get your two allotted drink tickets, snack on crappy chicken tenders, watch every manager give their employee of the quarter award, listen to the division president give his state of the company address, feign interest and laughter at every awkwardly horrible joke made by the powers that be. Normally, these events don't phase me much. I usually hang out at the bar and buy my own libations, waiting for an opportunity to bounce. That's the right behavior, by the way. Yeah, Th- Sure. This new company is throwing me a curveball. This go-round, the event will be held on a boat that will leave the dock for three hours. There will be nowhere for me to hide and no way to slip out. I've only worked for this company for a few months and I'm out in the field, so my contact with corporate is very limited. I know absolutely no one. I need advice on how to get through these three hours without getting myself fired before we get back to the docks. I'm horrible at small talk with people I don't know. I come off as a real asshole, and there's absolutely no way I can get out of it. Patiently awaiting your wisdom, Trav in the Braz. Brazil? Where's the Braz? Braz. I don't know any Braz. 
It must be Brazilian. I feel like it's something obvious that we're just not getting. Uh, P.S. The Facebook group is the bee's knees. Everyone needs to join immediately. I agree. A lot of good content yeah. there. I, yeah, I miss a lot good. of it, I'll be honest. Um, okay, do you, I have an answer for this. Ed, do you want to go first? <laughs> the, the, the quick answer is you're, you're, you're fucked, Trev. It's, yes. it's not a good season. I mean, yeah. what can you do? Because yeah. you can't, like, if I get trapped at one of my wife's crummy friend's weddings, I, totally. I prefontaine it. I just get yep. absolutely can't do that at work. You can't do that at work. Yep. So I don't, I don't know what you do. You're fucked. Um, I look at it a different way because I, this, I would be similar to Trav and the Braz. Where the fuck is the Braz? Braz. 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 Bradenton? No. Braz. Um, here's what I do. I look at this as a situation where I specifically choose, I elect to get out of my comfort zone, where I go into it and I go, this is three hours, and I'm going to do shit that I would normally never do just as a test to myself, just as a way to better myself. And what you do is you get yourself a Coors Light or Miller Light or whatever beer they're serving, you hold it in your hand, you sip it, and you make eye contact and say hello to every single person you see. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Not that you're the life of the party, but you're doing you're doing something that you've already said you're uncomfortable doing. So test yourself and I'm one of these people where I'm not super comfortable talking about myself. So what I do is I immediately start interviewing the other people. So if I get into a conversation with somebody, I'm like, "Hey, What's your name? What do you do for the company? And I just keep the questions coming because then you're talking a lot, but also the, the attention is not necessarily on you. The other person has the floor, and it's, it's an easier conversation. So my suggestion to you would be get out of the comfort zone. Do act in the opposite way that you normally would and just use it as a three-hour exercise in just – Changing your routine. Yeah, I mean that that is pretty good. I, I as a former salesman, I yeah. although I've never been particularly comfortable talking to randos, the 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 best advice for any situation really is get people talking about their favorite subject. There you go. Themselves. Yeah. Right? Totally I mean, like agree. You, you know, you you feign interest in some aspect of their lives that they tell you and then you just let them go with it. Like and then, I used to have a customer that loved Providence basketball. Like he, no, he, no. he God worked in, God. Yeah, well, he worked in uh, he worked in Providence. I guess he yeah. had season tickets or whatever. So I brought up uh, God Sham God. Yeah, Austin of course Crozier. You did. Austin Crozier. Uh-huh. I could remember him. And that was it. And then I just let him go. Oh, how was that? Was the game? You know, Sick. just let him go. I didn't give a shit about Providence basketball. Of course but not. I knew no, he, he did. So let him talk. Let him talk. Santa Monica's own Austin but, Crozier. But I do remember a horrendous work-related get-together I went to. I was maybe a, six months out of college, a year out of college. Yeah. I Yeah, I guess it was probably a year out of college. And I got invited to a barbecue at a co-worker's house. And I was working with a group of all Danish dudes. And Oh, this one of them got in bed with you, Lars. 
Well, this was that was at the training, you know, that, right. that was in Denmark. This was in uh, New Jersey, uh-huh. and Michelle and I show up, and it's this dude, his wife, and like his buddy and that's Sven it. or whatever. Yeah, like, that's it. Just one guy. It was so five awkward. of us. So and it's like, wow, how fucking soon, you know, if it's 30 people, you just be like, all right, you know, we made an appearance. Let's go. And like, we're just sitting there and it's like, okay, maybe we should put dinner in. And I was like, isn't this a barbecue? And it was like, somebody's making lasagna or something. Like it took for fucking ever. Oh. And we just, just sat around. It was awful. Just hang. That's It's harder when there's fewer people there. And so Trav, you go out and you just start rapping with everybody. You're, they're just talking about themselves. Like Ed suggested. And at the end of the party, everyone leaves and they're like, hey, how about that Brazilian guy, Trav? He was a nice guy, like really friendly. Yeah, I like geez. him. I didn't, I didn't know he was so friendly. Yeah, he is going places. Like, I feel like he's really going to be climbing the corporate ladder. Meanwhile, you haven't said shit about yourself. You just got them talking about themselves, which right. is what they wanted to do in the first place. That's right. Let them talk about Providence basketball. That's what they want to talk about. 100%. Shout out to God, Sham God. Uh, speaking of God, Sham God, mm-hmm. what is going on with Fireman Ed's favorite team? <laughs> I was wondering where this transition was going. <laughs> the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah. uh, according to police, New York Jets wide receiver Robbie Anderson was clocked driving 105 in a 45 mile per hour zone, and then attempted to evade the officer who tried to stop him. Cops say Anderson ran multiple red lights while trying to get away from the officer and was, quote, all over the roadway and failed to maintain a single lane on numerous occasions. He eventually pulled over and tried to resist arrest before the cops jammed him in the back of their car. And then here's the quote. While in the back of my patrol vehicle, Robert stated that when he got out, he was going to find my wife, fuck her and nut in her eye. He continued to make other verbal threats toward my family. Based on his statements, it was clear that he intended to sexually assault my wife. He also began to brag about how much money he has and how all I was trying to do is ruin his fun. Brian, why was the cop trying to ruin his fun? That is pretty fucked up of this cop. Also, I just had to Google Robbie Anderson. Black guy. <laughs> Robbie. Black guy called Robbie Anderson? I was I was shocked. I expected. Uh, how about like, the fact that there's somebody named Robbie older than eight years old? That's also crazy. Robbie Anderson, a black guy Robbie. called Robbie Anderson. That's crazy. Um, I mean, that is a that is a very like cops. They got a pretty hard job, and you got to have the right kind of temperament to be a cop. And when a dude is telling you he's gonna nut in your wife's eye. Like specific that that is a that merits a beating. Like I don't really feel like there's any judge in any county that's gonna really uh, turn a that's gonna rule in in the favor of a plaintiff that's that threatened to nut in a cop's eye or a cop's wife's eye. Like that's a very specific threat and horrible, awful. Shame on you, Robbie. Like we asked many times, what's the end game? Like you say that, are you gonna? Is the cop gonna be like, you know what? If you promise not to do that, can I just let you go? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got. You got me, buddy. I'm gonna let you out here at the next corner. That's just that's too specific a threat. I just I'm not taking my chances. You're out of here, Robbie. You're released. Unbelievable. 
Um, speaking of people that have committed violent felonies against women, what is going on with the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ed? Yeah, well, I, if you remember last week, I tried to give a positive spin on a Trump story saying how his affair with the porn star, really, I was glad it wasn't really in the news. Yeah. And then maybe the minute I stopped saying that sentence, details started leaking about uh, what's what's her name? Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Stormy, Dan- Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Uh, number one, that Trump told Stormy she reminded him of his daughter. Okay. I mean, we all talked about how he wants to bang his daughter, but that I mean, a no creepy layer. No one's talked about it more than he has, but yes, go on. Right. Number two, he raw-dogged it with Stormy. Unbelievable. This, this is a man who has problems with people poisoning his food, and he's banging a porn star, star without a condom. Just shocking. But then there's number three, which is why this appears in the sports section of the show, and that is the day after she banged the tan- tangerine shithole, she saw him at a party hanging out with Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Here's a quote. Donald excused himself. He had to leave. I don't remember why. And he made Ben promise to take care of me. I stayed another 15, 20 minutes, and Ben Roethlisberger actually walked me up to my room that night because Donald Donald told him to. Yeah, he walked me all the way to my hotel room. Now, Brian, if you had a list of every man in America to make sure a woman got home safe, where would Ben Roethlisberger rank? Well, hold on, because this is this was in two thousand six. And also, which one is this? Are you referring to the Milledgeville incident no, or Lake Tahoe? The, right. So this this would have been this happened. Um, Trump sexed this prostitute slash porn star at the Lake Tahoe golf tournament, the same oh. one where Ben Roethlisberger was accused of raping a hotel staff. In his room. This was the same time as Lee Tahoe? Well, I don't know if it was the same. It was the same golf tournament. I don't know if it was the same year. Hold on. I've Googled. So it was 2006, right? Claiming. Okay. Well, uh, this says 2009. So maybe he learned. Maybe Ben learned his raping at. Yes. He dropped her off like he closed the door and he goes, you know what I should have (laughs) done? Should have fucking raped her. What was I thinking? You know, he's doing that thing where he like hits his fist against his head as he as he walks down the hallway. Like I totally had a chance to rape right there. Uh, but yeah, it was the same. A lot of debauchery. A lot of people get up to a lot of debauchery at these pro am celebrity golf. Oh tournaments. yeah, remember when the uh, remember when the Alabama coach he hadn't even signed the papers, Mike Price. He yes. came from Wazoo, went to be the Bama coach, and he goes to one like pro am type in Florida. Tournament, yeah, and then just had hookers charging a whole bunch of shit to like the university, and he was out of a job before he had even signed the paper. It was his. It was a hooker that he brought. That was back. two. Oh, it was or two. Did she bring a friend? No, oh, I think it, it was two. she might have. Well, he's. I remember reading. And he was stories. saying, "Roll Tide," and it was saying, "It's rolling, baby." He, yeah, he. He had booked the room with his university card, and so then he brings her back to the hotel room. She stays the night. Which, which, like you're paying him not to do that. That's right, as Charlie Sheen always said. Right, you're paying, paying him to go home. Paying yeah. him to leave. So the next morning, he's got to go to the actual golf tournament. He gets up, he leaves her there, and she 
busts out the room service menu and starts ordering shit to bring back to her kids. And that's what set off the red flags. She ordered like 2400 bucks worth of food or something from the room service menu to leave with. And that's what felled the once popular Mike Price. <laughs> uh, okay. We are much to our chagrin, Ed. Yeah, this is this is the, not a pleasant Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is one one fan base that already is overswollen with a, a an unearned sense of regional pride is going to yep. be very is going to be even more bursting at the seams after this Super Bowl. What what are the people of Philly going to do if they if Big Dick Nick happens to break through and win the Super Bowl. And also, they're calling Nick Foles Big Big Dick Nick now. So that's, did they get that from our show? Because I feel like we were the first to break that Big, yeah. Nick, Big Dick Nick is hung like the all outdoors. I never heard yeah. anybody talk about it except us until this week. Yeah, you, were, you broke that story. Well, somebody, I broke some, the story of Cinnabon, right. Steve McNair. <laughs> An, an emailer to the show knew him from U of A and broke the story about his big old dong. Yeah. Um, so what do they do? What are they doing to prepare a for Nick Foles? I think Nick Foles is a God fearing man. So I don't think we have to worry about him and his big dong no. getting into any trouble, but what, what are the people of Philly doing get, to get ready? Well, so in preparation for the NFC championship game, in Philly this past weekend, the city got ready in case the home team won, which they did. And the first order of business Sunday morning was to buy a whole bunch of Crisco and grease all the tall poles in town so drunken fans couldn't climb them. Now, Brian, what do you think the worst part of being a new Philly cop? The day you discover a dead child or the day Sarge tells you to go downtown to grease every pole you can find? I feel like they get the meter maids to do that. I don't, do you think the actual cops? They're not climbing. <laughs> they're getting paid at like you know bullshit hourly wages. Wages. It's the rook. The don't, rook is greasing poles. Don't they give them a long stick? Like all you got to do is grease the lower part of it, and then they can't get up the rest of the way, right? I saw some pretty high greased poles there. The um, this is all because of that one viral video from when the Phillies won the World Series, I believe, and the town of Philadelphia, never one to shy away from an excuse to riot, was going nuts, and some dude climbed to the top of one of the poles, and somebody from down in the crowd winged him directly in the head with a vodka bottle. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and knocked him he off might be the pole. dead. Yes. I mean, those things are like 30 feet high. <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta be careful. Is is pole climbing such an issue? I didn't. I've never seen anybody climb a, a street lamp pole in my life. I didn't. I didn't realize it was such a common occurrence. And right, also, that seems like the type of fun. That's like a fun activity for somebody in like the movie West Side Story. Like, right. why why would somebody give a shit about climbing a pole? Like, if I'm psyched, yeah, I'll have a beer. I'll do you know do something like yes. that. Well, Who's climbing a fucking pole? I I mean I've seen the occasional. I remember Shaq had to pay for, a, or he didn't have to, but he paid for a police car that was rioted t- 
to disintegration after a Lakers, Lakers yeah. championship. Um, I saw it when the Kings won. There was a lot of people running around setting potted p- plants on fire outside of Staples Center because apparently that's a way to celebrate. But what's the what? What kind of wind do you get out of climbing a pole? Like what? Hey, I'm the guy on a at the top of a pole. I kind of even though it was really dumb, I kind of liked when Maryland first made the Final Four. They went to the football stadium and tore down the goalposts and that like carried cool. it around campus. Yeah, I, like that. I just I like thought that. that was pretty funny. Yeah. But like, yeah, most celebrations become stupid, like couch burning, all that stupid. bullshit. Stupid. But I do like football team always sucked, so it was nice to see them just rip the goalposts out of the ground. Yeah, I mean, remember Chicago won the World Series, the but the Cubs won the World Series two years ago, and it was like a, just a peaceful chill. Like everybody, everybody was just, it was a party. Yeah, they they just been waiting so long, and everybody that's a drinking town anyway, and everybody yeah, was just out in the streets outside of bars, just drinking. The streets were packed with people. Everybody was cool. Everybody's just hanging out drinking. Let's just do it like that, guys. You know who set the tone there? It was Bill Murray. Yeah, that's absolutely right? true. Yeah. He's the guy. He set the tone for them. Yeah, Mr. Cub. Ed. Yeah. So I don't I don't know that we've gotten to the bottom of this yet, and I'm really not sure how I would react. And I'm talking about the <laughs> I don't think it would be great for me. The 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 missile, the imminent missile threat scare. Yeah. Like it was like one of those things pops up on everybody's phone and TV, like missiles coming. Yeah, it, that's that it would be a terrifying thing, but I don't I don't know if it's just a survival tactic or just because it didn't happen to me. But I just feel like I wouldn't believe it was happening. Yeah. Also, like, what can you do? There's nothing you can do. Right. It's you not like oh, let sewer. me get in my doorway. Like. If if you're getting yeah. obliterated by no, a missile, you're dead. You're getting obliterated. Yeah, and also, like, I don't. What's worse, like getting obliterated by a nuclear missile or being in a sewer? Like, I, right. I, right. I take the instant dusting over going where where all the rats and the shit are. Yeah, that's true. Well, apparently, this the uh, the missile scare had a major effect on Hawaiian porno traffic. Mm. According to Pornhub, the masturbation levels in the Hawaiian islands dropped precipitously. Hold on, there's a chart here. Where every... Everyone was going about their business. It happened in the morning, so it was like a relatively low porn viewing right. period anyway, because it was like 8 a.m. So it was like based on... But that on, being said, any given time, there's somebody jerking it. That's true. And people were definitely jerking it. But it was like baseline, just average amount of jerking, and all of a sudden... Boom, the alert goes off. And I have those alerts turned off on my phone, I'm pretty sure. Like, I got a few too many amber alerts. I get I, yeah, I get amber and silver alerts, and I always wonder, like, does this ever work? Does somebody no. see the car, like, no. right as it says, like, watch out for the Nissan with these this plate? I mean, maybe. But I turn, the, I turn those off. So I feel like that's part of it's this like, thing. 
So there could be a crime being committed right in front of you, and you're like, fuck that. Yeah, I know. I turned it off. And so I think this is the same thing. So I would not have got the alert. Luckily, Ed, I watch the morning news, or I watch the local news. So eventually, like at 4 p.m., I would have found out about the about the missile alert because that's how I get my news. Well, anyway, these these Hawaiians, they were like just doing their baseline amount of jerking, like just mean level whacking off. It was 8 a.m. Suddenly the alert goes up and the, the graph drops way into the negative, like way below baseline. Like everybody stops jerking it. There's nobody jerking off. But then the all 9.01 a.m., the alert is lifted. Everybody realizes it. It's a hoax, and suddenly, all of Hawaii the the graph goes off the charts with people immediately beginning to just jerk their fucking dicks off <laughs> in supreme happiness. They play uh, "Ode to Joy" and then just go for it. Yeah. Do you think Ed? Who ended up using more Crisco, the Philly cops or the <laughs> or the Hawaiian population immediately after? <laughs> They're using spam the, grease, yeah. right? Don't they love spam over oh, there? Oh, they love spam. Yeah. Poi. Uh, you know, when you, as you're describing it, it does, it reminds me of two things. One, Louis C.K. had the great joke about like, well, how soon after 9-11 did you jerk off? Like what, like when you found the news, like when that, that tells you what kind of person you were like at 10 AM, did you go jerk off or does like you wait till the 12th? But like everybody eventually had that moment where they're like, all right, I guess it's time to masturbate and move on. Um, but I thought about the time I was using my phone for a video. Oh no. Oh, and then you got got an Amber alert. No, (laughs) That would be bad, too. That would be a bummer. I got a call from mom. (laughs) You know, and it just pops up, and, like, it just says mom on there. And, like, I just hit the ignore, but it was too late. Like, But I was, like, mid-action. And so, like, it just stopped. And then I was all bummed out about it. And then, like, like an hour later, I was like, I I think I gave it a shot. And immediately, I was like, no, I'm still thinking about my mom calling. It took me a few days. Like it was a bad, oh, yeah. bad oh, yeah. scene. Before, before you could speak to your mom again? No, before I could touch my dick. Oh, right, before you could jerk it. I feel like I waited a few days after 9-11. I just, I don't remember specifically. It was kind of a long time ago. And also, I do remember where I lived during 9-11. And I don't think super fast internet was a thing back then. So I specifically remember where I lived it being a VHS porn situation mm. at the time or DVD. So that's like a lot of work. It's not right at your yeah. fingertips. Yeah, it wasn't. You really needed to plan your sessions back then. And I was pretty bummed out about the whole 9 11 thing. It was sad. Like, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I, I imagine I took a while also because all I had to do was look outside and see a smoking building. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's. You know, a pretty good look at it, so that would probably yeah, like, be like kind of worse. <laughs> it smoked for like weeks, like going to work, the commute to work, and you just see that, and it was just it was it, tough to concentrate on anything for like a moment. Kind of bummed you out a little bit. 
to have to see that. A little bit. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that being kind of sad. Uh, But happily, happy for the people of Hawaii and they're really getting back to jacking it. Um, I noticed that as I'm looking at this, Ed, the Hawaii missile story. Yeah. Breaking news. Hmm. Don Imus is retiring. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he died, he's and died, then I was yeah. going to say, I thought he died 10 years ago, but you're saying he's just stopping work. Yeah, he's just quit. He's, he's done playing dress-up cowboy? He's just quit, he's quit working. Uh, he's, uh, <laughs> I think he quit I, working about 30 years ago. Does he, is he still... Oh, here's a picture of him as a cowboy. They don't still have him on MSNBC. Oh, Fox Business. He's on Fox yeah, it Business was like, in the mornings. Remember, it was like Howard Stern had a show. So let's put Imus on. Yeah. Well, who the fuck wants that? But Nobody's it's, calling for that. It's got to be worse on the radio because you can't even understand what he's saying. He's, he's just, oh, oh, oh. I went I went to the ranch and uh, and uh, <laughs> rustled up some uh, some biscuits for a door for uh, Deirdre. Oh, you're nailing that. That's a great impression. Ed, I just how fucking old is this guy? Don Imus, it has his age here, mm. and I'm just, I'm, I got, I got to think this is a misprint. Well, no, because I mean, when Howard Stern got to, when I started listening to Stern, he was the afternoon guy, and Imus was, I guess, the morning guy. That was like in like he, and he was significantly older. He was established. Yeah. If Stern is sixty, Imus is probably eighty-five. I would say, yeah, that would be a good guess. It's probably uh, well past retirement age, but Imus is actually only a sprightly 77 years old. What? I know, shocking. (laughs) He's been a melting cowboy for like 15 years. He really looks like shit, and he has always looked like shit. 47 years on the air. That's just shocking. And, and, And this... Amazing podcast can't get a sniff of terrestrial radio, and they let this shithead hang out for almost fifty years. And I, like, like hopefully everybody listening, I, I am not down with racism, and I'm, I'm also, I'm not a black guy, so nappy, I'm not. I, I, I can't. Host. But to me, I mean, yeah, it was racist, but it was more. I just remember hearing that and thinking, like this isn't funny or interesting. Like this is the work of somebody who doesn't deserve to be on the air because they're not remotely entertaining or clever. Like, yes, it, it had certainly racist tones to it, but it was more just, this is a guy that can't make any salient points or interesting points. He's just a fucking zero. And he's still, he's retiring now. Crazy. It's crazy. I didn't know. I didn't, I thought he was going to say he was dead too. I didn't know he was still on the air. Shocked. Um, speaking of people that maybe should think about hanging up their robes, (laughs) a judge in Texas. And Texas, you guys got a lot to answer for. We got a lot of listeners in Texas. And I love my people in Texas. Texas has been very good to me. But I can't get a lot of answers on armadillos. Like, what the fuck are they? What's going yeah. on with those things? What is happening there? 
Uh, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things going on in Texas. Texas claims to be the freest place, and it's its own country and stuff. And they only just recently got open carry. Meanwhile, all the other fucking states have had open carry forever. Like, oh, what? I thought you were so free, Texas. Well, s- speaking of Texas, this happened in Kamal County, and I'm going to need to know if that's East or West Texas. I I, it, I assume. That's rural Texas, because this couldn't happen in one of the city areas. I mean, isn't almost everything rural Texas? Like, there are a few massive cities, but, like, yeah. it's so fucking big. It's huge. I it's mean, that's massive. that's like America, when people ask you to, like, answer for what's going on in America, and it's like, America is so fucking big. Just yeah. like Texas. Like, yeah. what goes on in Houston has nothing to do with what goes on in Waco. No, they're so far apart. And everyone's like, I have friends that live in Texas and then I'm like, oh, what are you, um, what are you, what are you doing next weekend? Oh, I'm going hunting because they all hunt. And I'm like, oh, cool. Where are you going hunting? Oh, this one ranch. You know, there's no, there's almost no public land in Texas. It's all ranches. So there could be like 200, and I know we're going to get a lot of there's going to be a bunch of emails. Corrections. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, but there, it's all these huge ranches, like 250,000 acre ranches. You know the ex-governor? Yeah, like where Scalia died. Right. And the ex-governor, he had a ranch there. Oh, yeah. He had a ranch. It had Speaking a, of races. Right. It had a name. But anyway, like my buddy would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going, going hunting. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, where are you going? Oh, this other place. Oh, some other place in Texas. Oh, how far away is that? About 15 hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I, I might be able to do it in like 13, you know, just drive straight through. It's not that like they, yeah, they have no, they have like no issue with driving five hours to a place. It's just like, that's just a drive. That's a normal drive to go. Just going to drive five hours and come back. <laughs> what? Yeah. I visited my uh, buddy who was living in Austin yeah. and we went to the Shiner brewery, like for something to do. Yeah. And I was like, it's just outside of town. I mean, it was hours. Yeah. It was hours yeah. away. Yes. Some crazy traffic in Austin, too. Uh, but this guy, hold on. This is a this is a jurist in Texas. This is a guy sworn to uphold the law. Mm-hmm. And I'll just read you the headline. Texas judge interrupts jury, says God told him defendant is not guilty. <laughs> a state district judge in Kamal County <laughs> said God told him to intervene in jury de- deliberations to sway jurors to return a not guilty verdict in the trial of a Buddha woman. That's a town, B-U-D-A, accused of trafficking, trafficking a teen girl for sex. That's like one of the worst things you could do. <laughs> J- judge Jack Ro- Robeson apologized to jurors for the interruption, but defended his actions by telling Wait, them. The judge's name is Robeson? Right. <laughs> When God, quote, that would be like a landscaper being like Johnny Lawnmower Smith. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to, to quote the great Jason Stewart, what was the gardener's name? Mike Edge. Uh, when God, when God tells me I got to do something, I got to do it. According to the Herald Zatung and New Brownfells, are you guys making this shit up? <laughs> Sounds like Mad Libs now, right? The the jury went against the judge's wishes. Thank God there's some people with some sense down there. Finding Gloria Romero Perez guilty of continuous trafficking of a person and later sentenced to 25 years Jesus. in prison. 
they found her not guilty of a separate charge of sale or purchase of a child. Robeson, who also presides in Hayes and Caldwell counties, did not respond to a message left with his court coordinator, who said the case is still pending. Robeson is scheduled to return to the bench in Kamau County on January 31st. Texas, what do you have to say for yourself? I thought Lance Ito was bad. Yeah, this is a bad judge. I'll say. And I'm, I'm... I'm okay with people having their own relationship with God, but anytime somebody brings up that God spoke to them, you might as well be David Berkowitz saying the neighbor's dog spoke to you. Of course. Like, like that, that didn't happen. No, like, God. you can have some spiritual thoughts, but there's not like a situation where God's on the, you know, on the horn being like, hey, buddy, I got to tell you, she's innocent. Like, that's not what happens. You, no. Yeah. You could, you could be the one of those people where like, Hey, I, I asked for a sign and I looked up and the second hand was right directly on the 12. So that was the sign I needed. Like, that's how God speaks to you. I'm doing the air quotes. There's no, if someone tells you like Joseph Smith or, or who's Maroney. Or who's the guy? Yeah, Maroney. Maroney cruised down and told him some shit. Who's the guy with the bad, um, with the real bad teeth? And he was he liked to wear oh. sailor outfits. Elron. Elron. L R H. Like if if you're that's that's who actually talks to God. L R H. J Smith. Like any of those types. Those are the guys. Moses. Like. Right. Those are the guys that are rapping with the actual God. If you're telling me you talked to God or he told you some shit, you're fucking bullshitting. We know you're right. bullshitting. You're not yeah. Joseph Smith. Bullshit. Like, was there a parrot on his shoulder? Like, she's innocent. Like, no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> right. And also, can't don't judges, and we might need our legal experts to weigh in, can't a judge overturn a jury's verdict if they just completely get it wrong? Isn't there a thing where they're like, no, sorry. I I think I'm going to throw this out. Like, you can't. That's the wrong verdict. We're going to have to declare a mistrial and do it again. I feel like that happens with sentencing, right? Maybe. Well, I think they got... No, the judge does the sentencing. But I'm saying they could, like, sort of fuck with the jury's decision when it comes to sentencing. I don't know. I don't know either. But either way, it sounds like this guy shouldn't be making any decisions. No, like who? Maybe he should change his name to Retiredson now. Right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Robes. I also like. You know, have I made my thoughts on professional juries clear? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. 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 We need. We need professional juries, and we need like some type of a age limit like term limits sure and it like age limits like you know god bless ruth bader ginsburg she's doing the lord's work up there but she's old as fuck and these supreme court appointments are for life um my antonin scalia didn't retire yeah my sister-in-law she's a tried a case in front of and tried a case in front of the supreme court and it, I forget who it was. One of the dudes had already had a tracheotomy. Maybe he had like three months left. 
And he still sat there and was like wiping shit dripping from his neck. And he obviously didn't say anything, but like these guys are hanging on as, you know, both feet are in the grave already. Right. Was it, was it, uh, William Rehnquist? It was Rehnquist, I think. Yeah, he was the, he was the, um, he was the chief justice. But he was on the fade for like a fucking year. Yeah, he was the oldest And I remember she just said like it was, it was bad. Like he was not looking so hot. Yeah, he, then he died and the guy, it's weird. Like he's chief justice and the guy they hired to replace him, he just, Roberts, he just immediately gets to be chief justice. I feel like the judges should vote on, on the, on like he's, he should be our team captain. Right, isn't it? Shouldn't it be like a seniority thing? Like, it should be like a team captain. They right? all know. You, you always know who who's like the the respected member of the team. Right. You know this is. You know that that who's that new new guy Neil Gorsuch. Word is that he's being a little bitch. Yeah. In chambers, terrible. like he's he's making stupid arguments, and all the other ones are like, even the conservatives are like, dude, just shut up. Like they're shaking their head, and. It's like a, it's like the rules that who's ever the newest has to do. It's like hazing, like you have to get your carry luggage. Yeah, you have to open the door to like let the clerks in or whatever. Like it's your you have, and so Kagan she was having to do that, and now this what's his name? Oh, and is he refusing? Gorsuch. Yeah, he's being a little bitch about it. Oh, like, he's like Chanho Park. Yes, he, he didn't put up with the, yes. the rookie hazing. He yeah, wouldn't they, wear their ugly shirts. His mom gave him that suit, Ed. No, it's, yeah, they, fuck that dude. Piazza, Piazza and Caros. They cut up. He his, tore it up. They cut he the sleeve, They cut the sleeves off his suit. Uh, Baseball players are the best. They're all so fucking rich that they'll, they, also they'll dumb. They'll take a guy's super expensive suit and just fucking cut it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, joining us now, it is everybody's favorite pop culture correspondent, the one, the only, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, guys. Hey, Kate. Hey, Ed. Um, Brian. Hi. Hey, I was trying to just get, we had to stretch a little bit because Mm -hmm. you weren't um, ready, and I was trying to text you to um, get you in here to the studio and I wasn't wasn't really getting any response. What's what's up? You're like ignoring my texts. You know what's up. What? I don't have a phone right now. Oh, what's up? You Ooh. don't have a phone. What's what's happened what to your happened? phone? You know, you know what happened to my phone? No. What? Oh, stolen? Is it? Was it one? Of, I hear about this in big oh, cities. Oh, was it the people, ghost? Yeah, people walk. Uh, <laughs> yes. Was it actually? Was Ed, it whoever dropped that's your a good computer? Call. Somehow. I dropped my phone in my bathtub last night. I like to like, I like to, I like to relax in a bath after a long day at work. Yes. I like to like check my Insta stories. Yes. I'm not really into my regular Insta feed. No. I just like to do the stories. I just like to watch the stories. Do you see my stories? Oh, you, so now you don't have a phone. You're not, you're unable to see. For some reason, yours are always at the front. I had a bird of prey encounter today. Oh. I saw the biggest well, hawk. I don't, sadly, even, I don't know I if it was. have missed that. Is a hawk bigger than an osprey? Because I see a lot of osprey down by the beach, but they're smaller. This thing was massive. I'm not a bird expert. 
Well, anyway, I, I dropped my phone in the bath. Yeah. It does no longer work. So I yeah. tried that. Oh, just do it. Do the Put rice it in trick. a bag of rice. If yeah. That works. And well, it didn't. Yeah. My phone wasn't working. I've dropped it at the shop. Yeah. They're not going to be able to fix it. This is, so, this is beyond. We've bitten the bullet. And Brian's like tagged on to my faulty phone and decided that if I'm getting a new phone, he has to get one yeah. too. Well, I'm due. Wow. I'm due for a new phone. <laughs> So he ordered. Well, I'm not having you. I haven't ordered. See, this is what it's about. He would be. He would be way too jealous for me to have a better, newer phone than him. No, I'm gonna have a better phone because I'm gonna get you the iPhone 10, but I'm gonna get me the Pixel. I'm getting that Google phone. No, you're not. Yeah, my text. You're getting that Google phone like you're like cutting the cord with Directv. I'm I'm doing that too. I will believe that when I see it. I'm getting the Pixel. Everyone knows that. Okay, quickly, let's do some email. Sure. Hey, Kate and Brian and Ed. Oh, Kate has an exclamation point. Hey, Kate and Brian and Ed. Who's this from? Well, you say that at the end. Okay, sorry. When I, you'll, you, you'll be able to tell by the loquaciousness, though. When I was in the Marines in 1994 after Somalia and ground rotations, we got to hit Perth. It was our reward for no real rotation, among other reasons. When our ship, the USS Peleliu... Hit Fremantle. There were about th- there were about three women at the port waiting for U.S. military men. So the weird. story was hundreds, and like women waiting to see the Beatles hit the stage or Jay Stu sign autographs. Not true, but when reality set in, my friends and I were in absolute awe as women, hot Australian women, fought to buy us drinks. I wouldn't and could never make this up. It was unreal, and every single guy on that ship hooked up, and I know all my friends were told to put your money away. I could go on. This went on for five days after meeting my dream dream girl, but does this still go on? Rumor was that the Australian men didn't treat the women with the respect all women deserve. I hope this isn't true. Thanks always. Awesome work. Hashtag easy at daily and B Beckner. Gathering of the Juggalos 2018. <laughs> David in Salt Lake for work. So this is, I've heard this many, many times from people I've known that have been in the Navy. That the women wait that for the you boat? pull into port and there are Aussie girls. I remember a buddy of mine was in the Navy and really? he said they pulled into Sydney Harbor because that's the only harbor big enough to ha- take their, air, um, what are those aircraft things called? Carrier. Aircraft carrier. And he said the broads were just stacked and exact same story. You go to the bars and the chicks are buying your drinks that they just love American men and they love American military Dicks. I feel like the same would go for Australian military docking. Literally, oh, they, they like here. to stick their dicks together. The guys in the Australian military. I feel like they'd have the same kind of reception, right? I think it's a some, military thing in do general. You, but you don't know about, and you don't know this from the Australian perspective. Because I mean, it's I've a heard, story I've heard this many in a general times. sense, yeah. but not like for, in us for like Australia in particular. You, so you and your girlfriends were never like, let's head down to the docks. No, let's go. Let's go hit the docks <laughs> no. and see the <laughs> see the military. I mean, it sounds military. the email sounds like a long winded way for bragging about getting your carrot wet. 
I mean, yeah, it seems, he, yeah, he got laid. Seems like a bit of that, but there's a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean, good for you. He, yeah, he you popped were, an Aussie you, chick. You were, uh, you were in the shit with uh, Syed Barry and all the warlords of Somalia. That's so right. Yeah, you deserve it. Totally, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, but I have heard that story many times. Uh, hey, Brian, Ed, and Fancy, need your thoughts. I've noticed a disturbing fashion trend the last few weeks since the cold weather has blanketed much of the country. No, not the basic bitches with their leggings and fuzzy boots. Oh, they're out there. I'm fine with that in most cases. I mean, no one's ever been bummed about leggings. Yoga pants, leggings, whatever you want to call them. They're fantastic. And they're... They're rampant and i think that's a good thing not hipsters wearing their beanies indoors everywhere i go i hate that no it's these football bros wearing turtlenecks with sport coats it's a bad look and they ought to be publicly shamed for it have we run out of proper dress shirts and ties i noticed it last year when former fsu qb now college analyst and supreme douche danny cannell peacocked his (laughs) turtleneck jacket combo these last few weeks, Bill Cower and Michael Bennett are the culprits. Just stop it. Also, I'm giving no quarter to the mock turtlenecks either. Agreed. Looking at you, Rand Paul and Charlie Strong. Sincerely, and Mike Gray, Notre Dame's coach, is a big mock T guy. Sincerely, Alex and Clearwater, non-placist. Um, I, this is the Galuli look. I just in I Tanya Galu, the guy that played Galuli was yeah. mock turtlenecks. He, he was in turtlenecks the entire. Movie are, and so apparently they're back. It's a bad. There look. are there are two places for turtlenecks. The first place is thirty years ago, and the second one is on German professors. That's it. I actually right. rock turtlenecks sometimes you, to work. No, but you rock like a chunky sweater. No, like I have sweater. some tight turtlenecks Shut that I wear. Up, I haven't jeans. seen that. Yeah. Wow. So is it? Is it? A, it's not back for men though. I'm talking about men. I, no. I can't, I'll never speak to women's fashion. I'm talking no, about men. No, it's not yeah. back yeah. for dudes. Yeah, that that was a very seventies. Yeah, look. Right. like with the blazer with the patches on the on the elbows. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, definitely. And this is not. I'm not proud of this. Definitely, like when I was in middle school mm. and yeah. the first first I, part of high I school. I rocked him in middle school. Hundred percent. It was a look with, needed, with a sweater over it or something. Yeah, you needed to have a turtleneck uh, with a sweater or a, big nerds. Or a I would like to see pictures of over, you. A hundred percent, they exist because I, I used was to beating style women off of the stick. Ed, you yeah. should find a picture of you in a mock turtleneck and post it. No, I, no I've never I worn a mock turtleneck. A real Listen, one. A real one. There's yeah. no, okay. there's no such thing as mock in my life. I'm all out. Turtlenecks, Same here. juggalos, yeah. it doesn't matter. Mo- go and hard or go home. Mock turtlenecks didn't exist in 1989. It was only the that's full... That's an Australian saying. What? Go, go hard or go home. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's ubiquitous. That's Is a, it? That's worldwide, yeah. Yeah, the Aussies yeah. don't own that one. Yeah. Are you uh, sure? Yeah. I'm well, Google I, just, that. I, I feel like just regular like meatheads yeah. use it a lot. I take it back then. That's like uh, saying Americans have the monopoly on water. We like drinking water. Yeah, water. Water's wet. Uh, Kate. Brian um, yeah. knows somebody who claims they coined the term Sunday fun day. Oh, yeah. Well, you <laughs> you guys. Which makes me laugh. You guys so both You must have punched him in the face, right? You, know? you, you guys both know someone that coined the term chillax. <laughs> and he's talking right now. Brian is 100% sure that he 
coined chillax. Yeah, I did. I coined chillax. I might have, I never, to, might have to rethink my life after. I never that. heard anybody say it until I said it. I started saying it many years ago, and I was I was the originator of chillax. Plus, I came up with the whole. I was the originator of chillax. Can you please put that on your LinkedIn bio? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to put it on my Twitter. All your bio. I, I made up chillax. Also, I made up mm. many, many things on the radio that I forget that people bring up to me that they use all the time, mm-hmm. like the honor code, the on her code. Mm, That's yeah. one of mine. Uh, Super I have, catchy. Yeah. yeah, I have lots of these things. Uh, okay, Kate. I've never this, made this up. Hash, that's that life. like on her? Is that kind of like, like hashtag times up? Like I'm with her? Yeah. Is that a real it's feminist? The opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Uh, okay, Kate. What is going on? This show's gone very long. What is going okay. on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? You may have heard that James Franco has a couple of um, accusers of uh, sexual misconduct. They, I would say, if you will, in less than the than the Al Franken. Okay, so one woman, from what I've heard, Violet Paley was in a consensual relationship with Franco. She claimed. He pressured her to perform oral sex on him. And when she detailed the alleged incident, she said, he kind of like pushed my head down and was saying like, come on. So it's a bit of an Aziz. I'm sorry. Not even. Not even. It's like, I don't, I'm confused with this. And she said like, he pressured her, he pressured her into doing stuff she wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. Just a little. No one does that. Don't do that. I mean, no, Guys out there, don't push a girl's head down no one, towards your cross. Not a push, but just a little. No one does it as an adult. It's a very high school <laughs> move. A, yeah, like when you're um, 20 kind of thing. Like and then there's this other yeah. chick. Yeah. Um, 100%. This other chick, um, last name Tyler Kaplan, she was in like an acting class yeah. that Franco taught. And she feels like he kind of exploited some of the students and like added some scenes and it was all right. a bit exploitative um, in retrospect. He was supposedly auditioning girls to be strippers in a film that he was making. And he asked them to audition topless as they would be performing topless. So like in every, the- in every audition for entourage. Yes. I mean, it's this, that's the job. Right. Yeah. Um, I I, I haven't really followed this story. Um, but also, I'm a huge fan of his new movie, so I'm completely. That disaster artist is so, so funny. If you've it's, not, he's seen such it. a talent. Like I so don't. So. He shot back on late night with Seth Meyers. Well, he didn't shoot back, but he responded by saying, "I have my own side of the story, but I believe in these people that they've been underrepresented getting their stories out enough that I will hold back things that I could say just because I believe in it that much." So if I have to take a knock because I'm not going to try and actively refute things, then I will because I believe in it that much. And I believe in that he means this um, Time's Up movement. Yeah, of course. That he supports. He wore a Time's Up pin on his lapel to the Golden Globes. Um, But I think this is just like, um, you know, it's more of a... It's more to add to the conversation that we're... A lot the larger conversation that we're having about... You know, what is an abuse of your celebrity, your right. power? And it's just something that it's good for people to be aware of. Did he do something like really egregious? No. No. But did he, he make somebody feel uncomfortable? Did they do something because of his celebrity? Maybe. Maybe. Um, we all need to have <clears throat> an open dialogue on how we fuck. Like, what's your style? What positions do you like? What 
oral. Um, are you trying to give sexual advice? <laughs> vaginal. Whatever. Threesomes. Mana- oh, my God. You've messed up your microphone. Uh, okay, Kate. What else is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fantasy? Um, well, and you know, continuing on the theme, Matt Lauer, who did some really uncool shit. He yeah. did very uncool shit. Like, yeah, he like forced underlings yeah. to fuck him on the um, road. He, yeah, you're going to so, fuck me. Um, his wife, who I think is they're estranged. I'm not sure what their current she's, relationship is she status Danish? is. She she's is from another country. She's, she's Danish. She's forced um, Lauer out of their Hamptons estate oh, that they share with their three children. So much money. Um, but don't worry, because he also owns a thirty-six million dollar compound in North Haven, a house in Sag Harbor, and a forty-acre horse farm in Water Mills that he can, you know, he He's can go rich to. As fuck. He was making. Like he was making so much here. goddamn cash. So much money. Uh, this article does um, cite that the two have been living separate lives for a decade. All you got to do is not force your underlings to fuck you. You can have affairs. You can have consensual affairs. Um, I guess he wanted to save his marriage after yeah. this whole scandal, um, and she just wasn't into it. Yeah, he'll be back. He's going to give away a big chunk, though. He's not going to those four houses you just said he had. In yeah. uh, like it won't a, be four houses, right? A year from now, he'll he be, was being he'll be, paid. He may have two twenty million dollars a year yeah. by NBC. Yeah, for like two decades. Yeah, and yeah. all he's got to do is sit there and fucking read shit that someone else wrote. I know he's a fucking news That's so dumb. All he has to do is be glib. So yeah, he's so you're so glib, Matt Lauer. Yeah, that's a great clip. Okay, what else, Kate? This is sad news. Um, Singer-songwriter legend Neil Diamond has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and has announced immediate retirement from touring. I didn't know he was still touring. It's it's definitely sad for anybody to have disease. Uh, It's also sad that you called him a legend. Well, I I think that he is considered to be a legend. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. He's one of the most prolific... Dare I call him Buffett-esque. Songwriters and performers of all time. Yeah. And not just not just his own songs. Wrote many songs for many other people. 100%. Ed doesn't like his music. He's still a legend. He's a, he is a huge star. I, I, for a long time, held the record most sold-out nights at the Fabulous Forum here in L.A. I think he had like seven nights in a row sold out. Taste. Yeah. Uh, what else, Kate? Lindsay Lohan apparently has a cousin called Kevin, who's a, a hockey player. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Lohan. <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, he was a victim not, of not an, until I sent oh, you yeah. that story. <laughs> he was the victim of an unprovoked assault. Um, he plays hockey for Boston College. Oh, and somebody, so somebody oh, that's beat, a good. That's a good hockey school, I think. So. Yeah, Apparently, um, he and his girlfriend were in line when a group for pizza. Um, they were in line when a group of six to eight people began pushing, and one knocked Kevin Lohan to the ground with a punch to the face. Um, suspects fled. Was Lohan had a jaw injury, went is, to the hospital. Does he He's also look like Mona five and two hundred and seventeen pounds? Oh, kind of skinny. So if you've like knocked him. He's six five. So yeah. if you've punched him and knocked him You'd to be the tall ground, as fuck. Like how tall are you? Do you think that Lilo will get um, 
revenge via her boyfriend, Korean Hulk. I hope so. Who's all I care about. I hope nothing more than that. That's all I want to do is know about more about Korean Hulk. You should do some Googling Hulk. of those two tomorrow. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Five wide. You should follow him well, on, I, on I think I need to Instagram. know his real name. I'm going to find Korean Hulk Instagram. Okay, what oh, else, Kate? Last name is Hulk. Korean Hulk. Um, The neighbor who allegedly body slammed Rand Paul Found him. the other day. He, he does go by oh, Korean actually Hulk. Actually, it was in November. Um, Over a landscaping dispute. Yeah. Might get up to 21 months in prison. Renee? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love he's, that we know that he's a retired anesthesiologist. Isn't, isn't it because he's getting, it's like extra Renee time Boucher. because he's an assault, he's assaulted a member of Congress, which is kind of bullshit because it's just his this asshole neighbor. This wasn't while he was on the job. Right. He was mowing his fucking lawn. I like that Rand here. Paul. Oh I like that Rand Paul has one of those sit 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 down um, lawnmowers that you drive. Oh my god! Everybody follow. Well, yeah, he's such a big one. Everybody needs to follow Korean Hulk. Oh, he's got one of those huge dogs. What are those? Is that a Malamute? Korean Hulk or Rand Paul? Yeah, no, Korean Hulk. No. I also, what those are called. Korean Hulk's doing that thing where you inject all your muscles with that oil. To make yeah. them look like bigger. It can't be healthy. No, it can't. But it's definitely a thing. I think it's big in the some bodybuilding communities. And Korean Hulk is 100% doing it. And he looks, his head is so tiny and his body's so huge. I love him. And he's, and he's a billionaire. I love him. Okay, what else, um, Rand Paul's 911 call from this attack has been released if you're into oh, 911 shit. calls. Oh, I'd love like to I that. am. Yeah, I would like so, to hear that. I would like to hear that, too. Maybe we, we can play that. Oh, there he is with Lilo. Time. Here's, there's Korean Hulk. Korean Hulk. I need not like a face, man. Also, this picture is from October. I need to wrap this up. Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah. So I'm just going to talk about the movie that's leading with Oscar nominations. Well, let's, yeah, let's let's. Oh, you mean yeah. Splash you Without me? the Laughs? I saw that movie. Oh, you I saw it down. Oh, oh really? The, the Face of Water. The Shape yeah. of Water yeah. it's is like, leading. Hey, would you like to watch Splash, but without the hot chick, without John Candy, and without Tom Seriously? Hanks? So it's well, gotten 13 nominations, and it's yeah. not good? I mean, it's fucking like a she chick fucks, falls she, in love with the fucking creature from the Blue Lagoon. It does not look oh, like something. No. She Why fucks a fish guy. Here, is some, here are the nominations the, for Best Picture. Is the fish guy played by the guy that played Gollum? Because he always plays those characters. <laughs> yeah, he plays there. Yeah. Do you want me to read Best Picture nominations? Yeah, do, do, yeah. A movie that I want to see that Brian refuses to, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, I'm not into yeah, gay, gay love stories. The gay yeah. love story. It's just a love story. I don't know why you have to cap it with uh, like well, gay love story. In, in my defense, I'm not into hetero love stories either. Um, Darkest Hour, the movie about Winston Churchill. Yeah, very, very well acted. Awesome. Yeah. Get Out, really good. Really yeah. good. Don't think it's best picture material. Win, no. Lady Bird, eh, it's pretty good. Not best um, picture. Phantom Didn't Thread, see. Brian and I need to see. Oh, I, saw, I don't know if you need to see that one. Oh, that movie, good. I was like, well, it's the same combination as There Will Be Blood. Like That movie yeah. fucking was awesome. It's got to be better than this preview. Nope. It's about a uh, Slow. Taylor. Slow. He gets obsessed. Because I, I didn't really want to see that one. Oh, but Brian like was Like if really he wins it. the best actor, I can't disagree. He's great. But like yeah. it's a fucking movie about haberdashery. A hundred percent. Gary Oldman. <laughs> haberdashery. Gary Oldman is going to win best actor. Because not only because he plays a historical figure. 
but because yeah, he's one of the greatest actors of a generation and he's mm-hmm. never won an Academy Award yeah, and he where? deserves one. Yeah. Um, the Post, which I need to see. Pretty good. The Shape yeah. of Water. Uh, is he, mm, don't need to see. Does Tom Hanks do another Boston accent? He messes yeah. with the accents a little bit. But it's 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 like entertaining enough, but like with that cast and Spielberg, it's like a B, B minus. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be disappointed, but it's not yeah. great. I'm seeing And it. the movie on the list that I wouldn't to see the most, three billboards outside Ebbing, awesome. Missouri. Yeah. Like I can't believe that I have not seen I it am, yet. We'll see it. Um I'm really lagging. Yeah, let's see it. Um That's gonna win. That's gonna be that's your well, movie. The, my that's favorite a big movie. Is Dunkirk. Movie yeah, awesome. Dunkirk is fucking amazing. Yep. If you haven't seen it and it's playing on a big screen still um, for Oscar, I haven't seen it. Review like you should see it. When and the you could have gone and seen it. The music just it's just you so tense. You're it's ready so to good. explode yeah. by the end of the movie. No, we couldn't take the girl kid. It's amazing. You took, you took the boy kid I because took the we boy kid. Take That's the right. Um, it's just um, he, Chris Nolan, is a masterful. The, um, the Korean Hulk has a, a full... I love watching him in the airplane seat. Yeah. He looks great in first class. <laughs> the, um, Pop the Kore- collar. Oh, yeah, the Korean Hulk? Yeah. Yeah, I, he's got one, he's got a full-length fur coat, and it looks like it's like leopard, or it's got spots. It's badass. It might be mink. Do minks have spots? Look at that. Gorgeous. Yeah, I need a coat yeah, like I that. Mm-hmm. I see it. Oh my God. Korean Hulk. I want this guy. He's in Mykonos. Like he's in Mykonos where it's always 80 degrees and yeah. he's, wearing, he's wearing a full length mink. Mm-hmm. Why does he take so many pictures in airplanes? Uh, he likes to fly into aviation. He's uh, dressed like uh, the mask, Jim Carrey in the mask in one of these. Oh, he's the best. Uh, okay, Kate, is there anything else we need to know? Any other? I saw that Richard Jenkins is nominated for The Shape of Water. He's, he's he's really good. He plays like her gay neighbor, the main character's gay neighbor. He's pretty good. In that. I would like to see that guy win an award. He's a he's, he's, he's a great, really good actor, and he's in everything. He's an actor but he's in a going supporting against role. Uh, yeah. Sam Rockwell, who absolutely should win. Yeah, and he won the Golden Globe. And Woody Harrelson, who yeah, Harrelson's good in that too. Yeah. Chris Plummer. I want to see and, that all the money and in the world. Chris Palmer I, I, was, I mean, you know, they shot his scenes in like a week. He was by far the best part of that. Did movie. you see? Did you yeah. see that movie yet? I want to see yeah. that too. Is that worth seeing? All the money in the world. It's another one. You'd be fine seeing it on HBO or something. Like it's, we, it's good. It's not great. We also saw on this weekend I Tanya, which I recommend. Fantastic. Yeah, I we discussed that. it. That's a very that's good a, movie. That's a good movie. Okay, let's wrap it up. This is going on for ages. Uh, okay, Kate, excellent job. Ed Daly, great work for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 204 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Goodbye. Bye, guys. 